Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there, John Fairbanks. How's it going, John? I'm wonderful. Thank you for always asking. We talked last week about uh, fitness trends, some of the like predicted upcoming trends, things to look out for, really just things that are going to become popular in this upcoming year. Uh, some of these are opportunities for gym owners to take advantage of. Some of them are things to look out for, maybe buffer yourself against. Some of them are just things for you to keep an eye on. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we highly recommend it. But you don't need to jump back just yet because this episode is how most of those fitness trends are probably fucking bullshit anyways. <laughs> and so we're going to get a bit conspiratorial into uh, onto this one today, but I think uh, I think you're going to like it. Before we get started, follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. And Stone, and you can find John at jbanksfl on Instagram. All right, let's get to it. My notes for this, John, were after we recorded the episode and done had some other conversations was uh, it's trends are mostly bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and and not because they're wrong and not because those things aren't probably going to exist and begin to take up more space in the fitness industry but a lot of them are a way i think for them to just put this stuff out there into the world right yeah. so yeah you, you heard do, do you remember monkey pox john do you remember <laughs> when covid was the thing a co people were getting tired of covid and then there was yep. this new thing. And I had this fucking argument with some dork one time. He was trying to tell me this could be really, really, really serious. And we had a kid that we train with who's a wrestler who like so obviously just had staff when he went to the doctor. And the doctor's like, yeah. no, it's probably monkeypox. We're going to test for monkeypox, monkeypox, monkeypox. And it's like they had to like force the doctor to test him for staff, which is like a wrestler who spent all summer at wrestling camp. Like, mm -hmm. And they're like, no, it's probably monkeypox. And fucking anyways – some of these types of things, whether it's a trend or a possible new way for the news media to start to give things attention or whatever, they just kind of test the waters with some of these things. They just drop them out there. And I do think when we start seeing these trends, a lot of them, man, if I'm just kind of looking back at them, a lot of them are based on things that are very, what's the word, well-funded, right? They really, really, yep. really are. A lot of these things are going to be well-funded from remote training to hybrid coaching to uh, all the we fitness wearables. I mean, like every list you're putting on is putting, putting wearable fitness data near the top, which while I think that's that's great, know that that's a, that's a big data play. That's like a, you know, that's a, that's a people reading, that's the government reading your emails level of shit, <laughs> only even worse. That's the government reading your emails. And now Google knows your, Apple knows your fucking heart rate constantly and knows how you respond when you see certain things on the internet. Knows what your pupils do when you look at advertising. And so building that all into this larger concept that we're getting into today is don't chase these things too intensely. Be aware of them and mm -hmm. only implement them where you really think they can provide value to you and your business. Don't just because a thing is going to be popular, latch onto it because then you're just another one of those dorks that's doing the next big thing. You're just chasing trends, which sucks. And you're chasing a trend, not because it's trendy. That again, is this idea where we are going to end up having to make a shirt of a snake shitting into its own mouth because it yeah, seems, no. to, be a, it seems, it seems to, be to be a repeatable theme, yeah. right? Because, because this is, this becomes the cyclical thing where it's like, Hey, everybody, this is about to be popular. And everyone says, oh, well, shit, this is about to be popular. And because it's about to be popular, everyone starts talking about it, writing about it, communicating about it, and then doing it. And then, holy shit, it becomes popular. And it, it is this, this self-fulfilling prophecy element that that is where we started to kind of look at and think about the trends where, okay, yeah, this is what's going to be trendy. But then stepping back, and that was where for you and I in our conversations where it's like, why? Why is it going to be trendy? Like it's yeah. trendy now. Like we hear about these things, but some of the things start to have some, they start to be so similar. And if we, again, if we're going to allow ourselves to be a little conspiratorial, it's what are the similar elements to some of these trendy fitness concepts that are going to come up for 2024 or whatever. And the idea of them kind of just casting lines and seeing what sticks and seeing what people will run with it that for me is where it's like that's what actually becomes more important yeah. which is what are they trying to sell us to be trendy and is that total right. bullshit and what are they actually after and even worse by the way 
I do think that a lot of this stuff is about just getting clicks now, right? So you can, I can just look at data and look at what is a popular subject, right? And then I can write articles that click a lot. It's like a SEO play. You see a lot of these AI created blog articles and stuff like that out there. That's just kind of checking boxes on whatever the new thing is. Look up, by the way, one of the easiest ways to figure out what this stuff is like, look up a movie sequel that may or may not come out, right? Just look up sequel to it. Go look up John Wick 5. Google it, right. like John Wick 5 release date. And when you Google it, what you're going to get is 45 articles that are like everything we know about John Wick 5. And they're these long convoluted things that don't really get anywhere because they really don't fucking know anything about when it's coming out or if it is or whatever. And there might be three quotes in there. None of it was written by a human. It's just that John Wick 5 gets searches. So content will then now follow. And yep. this is kind of an assembly of, again, the, sh the snake shitting into its own mouth here of that type of content as well. So know that a lot of these articles that are getting written are just because some of these things are more popular via search. And it doesn't really mean that they're going to place themselves well in the industry and definitely not well within your gym. So always take that stuff with a grain of salt that when we're having this conversation about trends, these, this, tr what do they mean by trend? It's not really sales or growth. It's fucking people are searching for them. Okay. And that's a starting point. But again, that's a thing that can be amplified and fed back into itself to where it's just, it grows its own shit and it sucks. So don't be too, don't take, don't take any of that stuff too seriously. Mm -hmm. First and foremost. Second, and, and, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying there's, there's, a, there's a larger principle that I think it too is if you're not hip to this and hopefully you are, but is it, I had 15, 75 foot, foot plus pine trees get down in my backyard. It's a fuck ton of wood and wood that you cannot burn inside of a home or you will burn your house down because it's pine. Can't do that. So I want to burn it outside. So got a friend to get me one of those, like a 33 ton capable wood splitter, like log splitter. And it's the yeah. fucking tits. But now you got to take, he had to take it back. So I'm like, all right, what is it? What is what are these wood splitters cost? Like maybe I want to have it so I can continue to split this wood and do it myself and not have to always have to borrow it. So I Google, right, best wood splitters, best log splitters. And the amount of articles or blog posts that come up of the 10 best log splitters of 2024 or of 2023. And immediately you have to start to be suspect, which is why? What is this? What is this list? Why is this generic list? Who's number one? Why are they number one? Who's yep. paid for this? Are they getting affiliate kickbacks? Fucking yes. So it's oh, like all yeah. of these things, all of that is to be true. But in the fitness industry, when we are talking about trends for 2024, stuff to where if you really are trying to be on the ball, looking at what's going to be trendy and start to build your business around these concepts, you're not asking and no one is disclosing why. Why is this number one, two, and three? What fuckery is afoot? Because when is fuckery not afoot? It is always afoot. And, yeah. and we're just kind of hook, line, and sinker being like, no, it's fucking cold plunges are the most <laughs> important thing for 2024. And now all of a sudden, these little fucking motors that I want to buy that cost me $300 before are now all $1,200. Yeah, I have never Googled, by the way, wanting to buy a cold plunge. I've just simply been in some conversations with people about them. I don't hate them. I think they're fine. I think they're very yeah. useful. I think mm -hmm. if the person wants to do them, that's, that's wonderful. I'm sure there's lots of benefits. Usually what happens is though, I'm having a conversation with someone who's a hundred pounds overweight and it's like, so should I start doing cold plunges? And I'm like, you know, yeah, that's a great way to discipline yourself and to do something difficult. But you thought about fucking eating better exercising like maybe i don't know what to what to tell you you're just gonna keep poisoning yourself while you're getting cold water every fucking morning that's your mm -hmm. fucking plan and so there's there's some of the stuff where this stuff becomes trendy simply because just like you said there's an article about it it can be fed someone's trying to someone is always trying to sell something so that is it's extremely frustrating because when you are starting to look at this stuff in a way where you're like okay what is really going on and you start to realize when we look back at what these trends are a lot of them is home fitness, there's wearables, there's, it's, it's the individual, the individual, the individual, the, the individual. It's almost like a subversion of what the most popular fitness trend in the last, I'm going to be honest, 25, 30 years 
is CrossFit, which is the opposite of that, right? CrossFit comes yep. out and it's community. It is intensity. It's not really, you can't really lazy your way through this. You know, it is Strength say training. what you will about it. I think as a training methodology, it's, it's valid. Um, it, mm -hmm. it was popular for a reason, but it's also popular and effective because people want to go because they're in that format in group classes. You're around people you do build community. It's a thing yep. that keeps people there. It's a, it is an effective retention strategy. It's all those things. But what happened aside from the fitness industry, what happened in 2020 was when everybody got a little fucking sick or got a little scared about a thing and some things were running through everyone's COVID was the whole thing. But every response to COVID that was wrong, and I'll say this wrong, masking up was probably, forcing masks was probably fucking wrong. Closing people's businesses was not probably wrong, was definitely wrong. Okay. I believe that forcing people to stay home was definitely Indeed. wrong. Not allowing people to go outside, definitely wrong. When I lived in Amsterdam, my neighbors got in trouble for playing basketball with the two people that live in their apartment and one person that doesn't. They got 150 euro tickets at the park. We got friends that five people got 150 euro tickets for just sitting outside at the park together because they don't live yet. We got the cops called on us with our co-workers spot for literally my family, the other two people's families. So we're talking six, eight, nine total people in a house with the doors open, nobody else there playing ping pong on a kid's 16th birthday. Tyler, I'm in these United States in Virginia with my family at a hiking. There's no one else there. There's no one. There's no people. People are nowhere to be seen. You're able to hike in a very large hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres area. And a cop came up. I was like, I'm so sorry, guys, but I have to have you leave. I'm like, really? I will burn we're this forest outside. down. Outside. We're like, well, you. come <laughs> on, dude. Like, it's, we're outside. The sun yeah. is shining. We're, and it for sure. So it was, yeah. Like, but it's, these, but all of these responses that were not only misguided, that were invalid, that were fucking just extreme overreaches, that I think anybody who's a reasonable person who participated in the, um, I, the conceptualizing of some of these solutions and the implementation and enforcement of some of these solutions should look back on those and objectively go, fuck, that was fucking wrong and really stupid. And I should be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And if you're not embarrassed, you should be hands down. You should be. Um, and if you're not, I think you fucking suck. That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna go that far too. Okay. But all of those solutions that were fucking wrong, were also wrong because what did they do to the individual, to the people? It was an isolation tactic. Correct. That's all it really was. It was to make everybody feel alone and separate. You not to stay in your house. By the way, the people next door who aren't wearing masks, these guys aren't wearing masks. The guy next to you who's got his nose sticking out of his mask at the grocery store because it just makes him uncomfortable, he's a fucking problem. What is he fucking doing? Does he not know? Does that guy not know how a fucking masks work? We should post about that on fucking Facebook. I should bitch about that to my friends. I should say something to them. It's a divisive, isolating technique. Um, whether intentional or not, that's not my place to say. I think, I think, like, as a whole, I think our larger systems are too stupid to craft and execute something like that. We're like the fundamental principle. We're going to isolate the people. I just think that the incentives kind of ran that way, and people are fucking mm -hmm. stupid. And when people get scared, they crawl back into their cave. And they just peek out and they're worried about everybody else. And human nature is we are do what we do, what we're told. We're taught from, from being very, very little. Ultimately, there is a I very. Childhood. What are you talking about? Okay. No, no, no. And I'm getting <laughs> that yeah, point, right? Is, but I'm saying in mass, right? Let's yeah. not talk about the fringe, but yeah. in mass, people do what they're told. Yeah. There's a, there's a sticky time period in the 1940s where a bunch of people did what they were told. Over yeah, you ever see people line. just standing in a line and don't know what the line is? That's but what it's most because of the COVID that, stuff That's is. it, right? Yeah. So human nature is we fall in line, we do what we're told, and we're looking for someone to tell us what to do, to rule us, right? It's Loki's whole concept. Yeah. Right? It's just, and so this, this, this premise, we know that to be true. And there are those of us that naturally are like, you are telling me what to do, therefore, fuck you. Yeah. not going to do it because you literally just told me to do it. So for me, what's more important about what you talked about with, with the masking and everything else is someone told 
you someone told us that these were the rules and then we do what humans do we then follow suit we follow those rules we do those things and then you really don't have to like you said you don't have to micromanage all the evil that can happen next because people will just naturally do it because they want to be able to follow so in line with this if we now jump back to this fitness trend piece is they just we as a collective just need to be told enough things that cause isolation cause us to be at home we're told that the future of personal training tyler the the future of personal training is at home it's It's virtual yeah i can be in new york and i can have clients in southern california i can have clients in australia what was the most um what's the word the most successful fitness trend of the COVID era peloton absolutely hands down right why it's at home there's there's this feigned connection if you will but it's digital you're at home you're getting fed a instructor through a class through a screen older video it's all it's a what's the it's a it's facsimile the word it's a it's a it's an it's a poor imitation yep of actual human connection by the way i still for a guy in my position who's really be poised to shit on peloton i think what they did not only is great business wise aside from mm-hmm. the fucking the Ovan stuff and the RFK stuff. Well, but, and, and, but, and, and people getting killed and kids getting sucked under like a goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. My kid got sucked <laughs> under a regular <laughs> treadmill when he was like three. And it was honestly more of my parents' fault than it was the treadmill's fault, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> I just ima- I just imagine like the big jet engines that like suck the yeah. dude in and like it was like, oh, oh there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't, and I honestly, I don't believe that the Peloton treadmills are any. More dangerous than any other treadmill you're gonna have in your house. It's fucking nuts. I have my kid was three years old, staying a night at my parents' house, and my kids were all my both my kids were over there, and they're like fucking around with the treadmill, and they do it. They'd run on it, they turn it on, they jump off, they'd fuck with it, right? But the problem is, is that my parents had it backed up against the wall. So Lincoln's like three years old. He falls, face plants, rolls all the way to the end. His feet are in the air against the wall. His face is just getting ground up in this thing, and I get we get pulled up from a night out. And I was like, oh my fucking God. First, you're like furious at your parents. Never once was I like, I got to sue this fucking company. <laughs> the, but, the treadmill company. But I can tell you what, as sc- scabbed up and scuffed up as my kid, I mean, it was bad all over his face. I was like, sure. Fucking, this kid has me as a father already stepped back on the attractiveness scale. Now he's going to have like facial scars and like a, ri- I was like, this kid's gonna just had a rough one. And so, anyway. All that aside, Peloton's also thing was that what what did what they actually did is capitalize on the isolation and incentivize more isolation, right? Mm-hmm. Now it was fitness within that isolation, and that was the opportunity that they really were presenting. But it was a a valid play based on that trend. Now where do they sit? They kind of ate a lot of shit right now because they doubled down on that when people really instinctive instinctually go man i want to be out i i want not this whatever this is it can be a part but it can't be the thing Mm -hmm. um so for you guys out there i just think when we present these trends know that listen these are these are google google's pointing these things this is google search this is people just dicking around there's a new product it's interesting apple makes some stuff it drums up some attention therefore any new features going on with the Apple Watch are going to make, they're going to land on every fucking, because if someone wants new Apple Watch comes out, the fitness people are going to post about it. The tech people are going to post about it. The fucking mm-hmm. audio people are going to post about it. The All of the people are going to have something that's going to create content so that they can simply get the clicks first. Okay. And that's a part of anyone's, any of these large organizations, larger marketing strategies as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is how they do it. You you think when a movie? Do you think the Barbie Barbieheimer shit, the Oppenheimer Barbie movie that collect? Do you think that was like organic? Do you think that just came from nothing? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Like every time a movie comes out and there's like this like viral thing that goes on where there's just a bunch of TikToks and reels, it's kind of funny and clever and totally seems off the thing. It is one hundred percent manufactured, one hundred percent, and so. Keep all of that in mind. Correct. As you're seeing these things becoming more popular, it may not even, a lot of this isn't even because people want them. 
People didn't want masks. People didn't inherently want isolation. They just took the opportunity once they were told to do it, right? And so when it comes to wearables, yes, more people are going to wear Apple Watches. More people are going to wear Fitbits. And more people are going to be using apps to tracking your stuff. And more people are interested in... There's other stuff, by the way, we covered on this that's, that's important because if it can be drawn directly to success, like positive outcomes for people in fitness, it rules. So the Apple Watch's existence on its mm -hmm. own, who gives a fuck? It just doesn't, it's whatever. It's not that big of a deal to fitness. But if tracking can hold you accountable or if tracking some of the data that you can get from it can help, sleep tracking and things like this. And on its own, that information is only, by, by the way, that information is only useful to big data. I have never met an end consumer who is making, honest to God, my clients, I've never met a single person who is using any of their heart rate data, any of their HRV, or any of their sleep data to fucking help them at all. Okay. I had my Apple Watch so that I could uh, turn the volume up and down on my AirPods while I was riding biking home. It's a $350 fucking watch. It was really mm -hmm. just because you can't turn the volume up and I didn't want to reach in my pocket for my phone. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was the that was the one feature I used it for. But as a person who's working, if a end user is training, working out, sleeping, whatever it is, and they're also working with someone to help them get in shape, to help them lose weight, now that's another piece of data. You can have that person help you interpret. Mm -hmm. Still, probably more valuable to. Apple and big data, Google and all that stuff for sure than it is to you. But most people are getting almost no benefit from that data. The amount of times I've sat there while coaching somebody while they look at their watch and are getting a message or something that they have to read. It's like, it's, trust me, it's, it's harming your fitness more than it's helping most likely, unless you're dealing with somebody to go, here's what I want out of that. Here's what we're going to track. You send that to me and I'll hold you accountable to your sleep, yep. your bullshit, your effort in the gym. But if you're just a person who goes, oh, man, my heart rate's getting up. I should probably slow it down a little bit. Fuck off. Fuck off. Now, now I don't want I don't want you listeners, right? I don't want you guys like. I don't want you to fuck off. Well, I don't <laughs> want you. Well, <laughs> I don't want you to be blackpilled on this either. No. So this is where it, it can, right? We go too far. You go in these in these things. You look at it. It's all could be bullshit. Like you, we can't end up like fucking John Malkovich living in the woods and living in a bunker, right? Like it's it is. Well, I mean, you can, but it just is. It defeats our purpose of like why we're here, why we do what we do. We want to be able yeah. to help people. So to draw a line in the sand, to kind of be like, what is the lens then to be able to look at all of these things? Look at trends. Look at whatever people are trying to feed us. And like you said, taking something that could be inherently, you know, Google, right, no longer does no evil. So if Google's going to do some evil shit with that, well, can we still manipulate that to do some good and be able to serve the people we want to serve better? But like for me, the line in the sand is no matter what trend or whatever fucking thing or blog or whatever TikTokers are doing, as long as it is allowing people to still come together, have community like touch someone else's face. Like, I think it's the idea of being together and doing something that we inherently as humans need to be able to do. Like for me, that is, that's my North star yeah. with any of these things. And I think if we look at some of the reasons too, that a lot of this, these incentives or not these incentives, these new predicted trends are out here, Right. They're there because they're enticing to what I would describe as big fitness, right? Whatever that industry would be, right? But there's something we'll, we'll flesh out these this concept more in the future so you'll kind of get a better grasp of it. But there is a reason that one personal trainer working for themselves is difficult to scale, right? Because you're, mm -hmm. you're selling your time. It's your expertise. It's all of it is going into you and the relationship with the person in front of you at that time. Right. That is the way it is. And if we go on the far end of that spectrum, as far as like where you're still dealing, still dealing with a building in which people are doing fitness or, or something, you have a 24 hour global gym model where there is zero expertise. There is zero labor. Mm -hmm. There is, it is totally scalable completely. You can do, you can put 500 locations in if you just put equipment, security system, a sales person, a cleaning person, that's it. And the rest is just turnkey stuff. That's your franchise model. Okay. The reason the big franchise stuff is okay with kind of all of those things, 
right? For the most part, short of the online stuff is that it's very, very easy to scale and it's very easy to sell. It's cheap. It's not labor intensive. It doesn't depend on a person being good. It doesn't depend on me being the person managing bunches of other people who need to be good at their job, who then need to deliver results. As a matter of fact, those other, those franchise systems very often, they ignore the outcomes and they don't give a fuck. There's nobody accountable to clients' outcomes. There's nobody accountable to the clients having a positive experience result-wise, right? There's just, there's not. Yeah. So I think a lot of these trends now, because again, the incentive is just, is just money, right? So online, remote, it's all no labor, it's no skills. It's just a bundle of systems, right? So that you can just go in and it's infinitely, so infinitely scalable now is the fucking trend. That's what it really is. What can we do the most of with the least actual inputs? What can I build once and sell 10 million times? That gives fucking such a low chance of success to the people that are consuming it. That's the problem, mm -hmm. right? But that is one of the reasons that some of these trends are becoming popular. It's just because the big money in the industry needs them to be. It's going to say, you don't need to go to a gym. Go through our app. You can pop into one of our nike studios that'll show up everyone but but like even nike doesn't want to be coaching you when they pop up their new studios they don't that's a feeder program to get you in some of their remote coaching stuff that's a way to for them to build uh essentially like peloton type little mini fitness celebrities within that network they'll make centralized content centralized programming there's mm -hmm. these coaches are going to be kept in a very tight box do you think they're teaching like a deadlift there, like a real, like the details of it and really like kind of like going to be prioritizing movement quality or just like really working with the individual. Fuck no, not at all. It's just, it's another class. This is where your, your orange theories, your soul cycles, all of these things. There's, it's such a narrow box that they want the fitness to be in because it's very easy to train employees. It's very easy to onboard people to get them in and say, yeah, we're not gonna make you do all this stuff. You sit on the fucking bike. It's like a mouse on a fucking wheel, man. Go. Just get in there and go. And that's that's the reason I think a lot of these things are becoming pushed is because they're popular because these big entities need them to be. But it feeds the problem, right? A lot of the reasons that people feel as they get further out of shape and one of the reasons they seek fitness in general, I think, is because I, I felt better. We also feel better for the most part when you have some sort of positive socialization. Yep. really do community connection you still feel part of anything you're just alone and so you eat and you treat yourself like shit and so but i think that a lot of these isolating trends in fitness are going to continue to happen and they're going to continue to become more popular what i don't believe they will be is more successful for the client at any rate it's improving upon their current success rate a truly they're like client success rate it's all going to be the same across the board. They will simply make money on the fact that people who are trying, try things. Right. And when you want to try, this is the easiest thing to try. So they want to be the easiest thing to try. It's the fast food of fitness. It ain't good, but you can get it on the way home. Store it. You can get it at home. You get it brought to your home. It requires very little of you. And for me, it's always the issue. Like you said, those that want to try, they try things. And this is going to be an element where unless you have the bandwidth right the mental bandwidth and the the literal your time as a gym owner if you're running a business it's tough to burn a bunch of time trying shit out that is shiny or is new and what it ultimately ends up being is a distraction and we've, we've touched on these topics before but this is where really really good coaches can get distracted trying to continue to feel smarter and more coaching expertise. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's just a distraction that takes our eyes off the prize, which is like, we want people to be better. Well, yeah, that's why I need to become a good coach. It's like, no, there's a moment of diminishing returns on this. Yeah. And when and there's this a person is where, in front of you, mm -hmm. get the fucking work. And if there's not enough people in front of you, get them in front of you. Talk about how fucking and, smart you are. You're going to do it. And Tyler, we, we've we've touched on this before. It's how easy is it to become to get into this industry? It's to the, become Jesus. I mean, right? it's easier like than, easier than being like a shady repairman. So really the is. bar is so low, right? To be able to become a, a certified 
CPT, a certified personal trainer. You can even put the letters in italics after your name, right? You can become a certified personal trainer very, very quickly with a hilariously low bar to be able to get in. And the problem is, is as you have that expertise to become a personal trainer, you have to be able to then what you're going to fulfill for those clients. That's where this, there is no expectation of what that's supposed to look like. And the problem is, of course, is that you have these personal trainers that where they came from or what their goals are or how much more work they're doing with clients to actually get them results. It's unknown as people bounce from one place to the next. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's a really good point too, is that like the ones that are going to be the people that are going to be the most successful in this process for the long term, right? I think you and I ain't going to start a fucking tech company that's going to run these wearables. I also have a hard time believing that uh, coaches, gyms right now that you're going to start up and that in the short term, you're going to be able to grow an audience without doing some kind of shady shit to the point where you're going to be able to compete with all of these big players that are already there in that space. That space is so crowded. All of the most scalable types of fitness that are out there right now um, on like it's, it's already occupied by people who have pivoted from their, from their other stuff. And they built the following when the followings were easy to grow. Now, yeah, if I, if I had to design a strategy, I'd say, go the TikTok route, go very heavily into TikTok, grow your thing there. And then from there you can do the stuff. But is that, if that's where you want to be, then, then, then that's fine. But you're neither a coach nor a gym owner at that point. You're, you're an influencer, but these, all of these things now we're you're behind the eight ball. If at this moment, we're going, this is the trend. This is the thing I want to latch onto. So once you get to the point where you're trying to move on this, know that the only actions that I think that you should take is how can I make this make my clients more successful? How can I use this to attract more clients and serve my clients better? How can I craft a better client experience with these things? Anything beyond that, I think is probably not worth your effort. Honestly. And can we talk about the fact that some of these fitness trends, Tyler, that are becoming less and less about actual results while personal training in this fitness industry is so easy to break into that then the trends, which is like, and and I'm trying, like, it's please take it with the grain of salt. It's like your emotions and taking care of yourself mentally and, and making sure you're getting lots of recovery and biohacking. Okay. Right. So all of that stuff, which, okay. Does it like, could it work and does it work? And is it important? Sure. Okay. Like to a certain degree, but so much of it can be bullshit. And so much of it can be done by a charlatan that you're just selling fucking snake oil. So what you're telling me is that it becomes easier and easier for someone to become a personal trainer and to get in the fitness industry. And then we're lowering and lowering the bar from fitness trends to where now, no, 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 you it's body positivity. Yeah. We don't want you to feel bad about losing weight. It's you, it's all that shit. That's positive. But now we don't have to focus on Did you lose weight? Did you lose fat? All uh, Did you get stronger? Actual measurable shit. So you're going to put an inferior amount of fucking people into the system while trendingly or trendily dropping our expectations by those people. It's almost like you're trying to subvert the whole fucking industry by making it all horse shit and smoke and mirrors. I mean, one of the things like obviously the body positive movement is harmful to the overall general health outcomes of this country right obviously now it doesn't mean you should hate yourself but you should want to fucking be healthy healthy should be the goal and healthier should be the goal for everybody that's always the thing that bothers health is the goal if you're not unhealthy now great get healthier because someday you might fall down the fucking stairs someday you might get sick someday you might spend two months in the hospital from a car accident again this we talked about this before um Fitness is a buffer against disease and just illness, right? I think that that's very important. But these these trends that are actually outside of the that don't incentivize results, they do the same thing as the body positive movement. They go, no, it's okay that you've come to the gym and not lost weight. 
the amount we talked about this with DJ the other week. It's like the amount of fucking coaches out there who move the goalposts and do a movement screening and I need an assessment. And then here's the deal. And oh, we got to address this shoulder thing. And oh, you got to, yeah, your knee does this, but that's because of this. And just all this stupid guru shit. How is that not just telling somebody it's okay to just stay fat? That's kind of what that is. Okay. And I think it's really important that the industry needs to be pivoting towards actual good outcomes. And that's why this is the problem. That's why these pharmaceuticals that get the fucking job done blow up immediately. Of course. And crush all your all this other stupid shit. Because deep down, if people could just push a button and get it, they get it. They'd be about it. I don't think there's a lot anyway, but, but a lot of that guru stuff, a lot of this, these, these other things that are aside from success of the clients, from losing weight, getting in shape, getting stronger, looking better. Like anything that's aside from that is doing the same thing as the body positive movement. It's just saying, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. No, don't worry about this. Look, your, your sleep markers are improving. You've, you've looked and, and got it. I heard on Rogan, they're talking about all the wonderful benefits of red light therapy. Great. If yeah. I have an injury that needs that, that's that's fucking wonderful. You're having that conversation with someone who's got 85 fucking pounds to lose, and you're gonna introduce that stuff. No, you're pointing all of their they have limited attention resources, and you're gonna point them at something that's fucking stupid, and absolutely okay. that may work well in one case, but it is not the fuck. This is triage, man, and it's like, what is the point of distracting yourself with that bullshit when you have a task at hand? Okay, and that task at hand for a lot of people. Get the fucking weight off, dude. And and Tyler, do you know who historically just fucking dominates, doesn't get distracted, and just gets after results at, at all costs, like no caution in the wind? The pharmaceutical industry. Of course. Because the pharmaceutical industry is going to say there's two things that matter. The results that we say this thing can do and the amount of money we can make. Yep. We Look don't. At there is nothing that I have ever seen or heard of from anyone else that I know that is a more effective way to quit smoking. When I quit smoking cigarettes, I did it twice with Chanix. People say twice. Well, geez, it seems like it didn't work the first time. No, it fucking worked. Five years later, you're just like, yeah, I'll fucking dip my toes in this, right? But Chantix worked. Problem was fucking you like fucking you will have absolute vivid horrifying nightmares you will contemplate fucking suicide on a daily basis by the way far more frequently than you will if you just try to quit smoking which is frequent enough <laughs> but like this is one of those but nobody like chantix was wildly successful because once people go man you just take this and it's gonna remove you'll quit smoking done it might give you cancer fine i'm in whatever ozempic the weight will come off you're not even gonna want to eat oh good because the reason that i tend to overeat is because i want to overeat perfect take this you're just not gonna fucking eat and the weight's gonna oh great we have no idea what is gonna happen over the long term with this medication really or or what is is there a plan to get off of this i don't think so don't get so distracted lifetime subscription but don't fucking you want the weight off or not don't eat. people will yep. not even think down the road knowing that there's risks and by the way fuck it that's fine because at least somebody's putting fucking results first. Cause you dipshit personal trainers out there and coaches and gym owners are running some stupid game that nobody gives a shit about. You're moving the goalpost, moving the fucking goal. How about this? We'll give you the same results as Empic will. Okay. It may take a little bit longer. It's going to be healthy. It's going to be right. And you're not going to be paying all this money on prescriptions and you're going to actually have more improved health instead of just being lighter. Make that play, make that call, call that shot. But instead you go, it's not all about weight loss. It's about your feelings. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dog shit coaching, man. And it's fucking, it's an absolute distraction. And it's the same thing as the bot. It's a bunch of fucking fitness professionals trying to help people get fit who are somehow preaching the opposite of that. You know, let's just regress. Worry about, worry about your fucking daddy issues or whatever bullshit they're teaching. It's crazy. And by not addressing it, that's you fucking it yeah. up. Yep, you're that, that's yep. what omitting, right? Not having the conversation with the elephant in the room because the person looks like a fucking elephant in the room. You don't address that, and we focus on all this other shit, and that's where it's like you, that is where that problem lies. I so, want to see. Go ahead. I, I got. I got to say a quick anecdote about that before I get sidetracked. Right? I had someone contact yeah. me this week about personal training. Right? Say, hey, ready to get started? I just, you know, 
what do you have for me? Whatever, like not, not real specific about the goals, right? Someone I've known for a while. So I said, okay, well, here's what it costs. I require X amount of commitment up front. I said, for anyone looking doing weight loss, I require you to either commit to a food plan that you come up with, or I'll sell you one, but I will not work with anybody in a personal training capacity or otherwise who's not doing a food plan if, if it's a weight loss program. This person has, I would say, up 180 pounds to lose. 100 for sure before yeah. things are even close to normal. Like not even normal, but like not insane. Okay. Right. And this person's response to me was, oh, I don't want to worry about the food stuff. I just wanted to, I just want to worry on getting stronger and feeling better. I don't want to change too many things at once because, mm. uh, you know. Yeah, too well, many I, Yeah, well, I get that. And I said, okay. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I said, if, uh, if you're coming to me, I'm 200 pounds overweight at in your forties mm-hmm. and you're talking to me about getting stronger as your goal. I said, I will not, it's flat out. I will not participate in this level of delusion. Okay. If you're interested in getting stronger and having not, you've never trained, literally never trained. Okay. What's going to make you feel better. What's going to make you relatively stronger, getting a hundred pounds of fat off yourself. Okay. And I, flat out said, like, I will not participate in this if you're going to do this. I said, if you want, if I will not let you waste your money and I will not put my reputation in a thing that has such a low chance of success because you are mm-hmm. literally barking, calling in, you're, you're, you're calling in failure with the first fucking thing you say to me. No, I don't want to address the food thing. You've gained 20 pounds a fucking year for five, six years. What do you mean you don't want to address the food thing? That's the, that's the thing. I will not participate in that type of delusion and won't allow it. And I flat out said, I said, listen, if you want to, if you're worried about the amount of variables being changed at once, I don't want to fucking coach somebody for two years either. I don't want to coach you three times. I'm not that kind of guy. There are other people. I will get you going. We will get you on the right track. And then out of the nest, baby birds. I don't like anybody long enough to coach them that long. I just don't. Okay. So I will, I will give you knowledge. I will guide you through this process. And then you're going to stand on your own two fucking legs. But you ain't going to do that if what the only thing giving you even marginal results is that I got to kill you in the gym three days a week while you go eat like shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Absolutely not. So I said, if you're worried about removing those, about not moving too many variables, well, boy, do I got, I got something great for you. Move one fucking variable. Don't put any effort into the gym and you will lose weight and feel better. Mm-hmm. Fix your fucking food. I will not work with you unless you do. And I got to, oh, well, maybe, I guess I'll think about it. <laughs> but that's the reality of this is it's like somebody else by the way a coach who looks like me who's big and strong a strong man competitor and all this other stuff right that's the type they think that you can come to me and go yeah i want to get stronger i was like bitch that ain't on your fucking list man i'm sorry like i by the way what are we gonna stronger at what expense we're we gonna build muscle i'm gonna add fucking weight to your frame get the fuck out of here mm-hmm like, what do you think? I'm just going to sit here and take your excuses all day. Like no fucking way. And I thought I refused the business. If he comes back, I, I kind of don't even know. I'm going to need like something in writing from him, like a real commitment to him and the people in his household that he's going to do it. Cause I just mm-hmm. won't allow that type of shit. I won't fucking do it. I won't play that game. And this is important for you guys, you coaches out there to know people do the opposite of this. Someone comes in and wants weight loss and they go, Ooh, well, what about strength? You think I think you need to get stronger. The amount of how many coaches you know that have done that? Yeah, but you know, you want to lose some weight. I know, but let's work on your squat. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. This is a part of it. Like this guy was gonna do strength training with me. That's of course what we're gonna do. Of course. But I'm not gonna make it be a waste of everybody's time and fucking money. And you're also not gonna sugarcoat it right to where it's like you just tell him what he wants to hear because you want to close it, and then maybe you'll sneak in the food stuff kind of sneakily or whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. The exactly what you called out, which is I cannot participate in this level of delusion because that is something you have to call out. Way, straight, that's, like, quote is, that's quotable oh, too. I will not. Yeah. Yeah. They can't, uh, <laughs> yeah. can't dude. Like it's, it's no understand this. Yeah. You, we will get stronger. We will do strength training, but our only focus is going to be the cl- clearly the biggest problem that we have here. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and somebody 40s, else, yeah, young kids get the fuck out of here. If you think I'm just going to help you bulk up. There's another piece too that you said just quickly, right? Just thinking about it, but I think it's really, really solid. Just if we stay just in this, in this literal example, the idea of getting somebody that is at that level, level of delusion first, right? Where they come, they're clearly wrong. You're like, if he comes back, I think I need to have him sign something and his family. The fact is 
you don't get to be 600 pounds by yourself. You don't get to be 400 pounds by yourself either, by the way. You are having enabling and you have people that are with you that are going to not address it and continue to allow that shit to happen. I think the only way you have something that is successful is like, no, no, no. We're all on the same page of what this person's goal is because we want them to stay alive. And this is how you become somebody who has a reputation for getting the fucking things done. Guys, that's I could that would have been two grand in my bank, probably fucking done. Mm -hmm. Done. I would have been paid before I would have considered putting anyone on the fucking schedule. Okay. Maybe more than that, even. But like I fucking I'm not playing this shit. Because if I do that, now I'm the guy that doesn't get stuff done. So the question is, you want the real mm-hmm. shit. You want actually results. You want really for this to be successful. And I know that same, maybe this is John, hear me out. Is this a bit hypocritical by me moving the goalposts for him? What do you mean? Okay. He came in saying he wants to get stronger. wants to get back in the gym and do some strength training. And mm-hmm. I say, no, <laughs> you need to lose fucking weight. As a professional, here's an example I will give you, which is why I don't believe that's the case. As a professional, it is your job to be the professional. You are supposed to be the expert. Correct. And right. I am going to tell you, by the way, I'm not, I'm not coaching powerlifters for powerlifting either. I don't care. I just don't care. I want to help people. So it's one, it's not the type of work I want to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely not going to help just fat people stay fat while they what get, get their bench up. I don't give a shit. You don't need a coach for that. Just go bench. I just don't care. It's not worth my time. Right. But there was a thing that I noticed that happened when we were in the heating and air conditioning industry where like clients come in, they put in a big geothermal system. We said, we think you need to drill extra wells outside. We should recommend an extra like two loops. I know it's about an extra whatever, few thousand dollars on this project, but we can't tear up your lawn or your neighbor's lawn. You can't get well pump drilling trucks into your backyard once the fucking house is built. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we need these extra loops just to be safe. No, we'll use a smaller unit in the house and, and it'll it'll be okay. Okay. You said it though. We recommended this and you said it. We're, we're going to have you sign a thing saying you said it. Okay. And they did it. And we put in less. Then what happens, John? $60,000, $70,000 system. It's mm-hmm. not performing very well. Well loops aren't delivering. All of a sudden, there's an issue. It's freezing up in the winter. Air's slushing up in the winter. And next thing, it's running on backup heat. South Dakota, if you're running straight electric coil heat, now all of a sudden, stuff that was costing you 15, 20 bucks a month to heat a big house with geothermal is $700, $800. This is now a big money issue after a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So we're in court. We had our bases covered, bro. Yeah. We had our bases covered. You know what the judge says? This person is a fucking idiot in this industry compared to you mm-hmm. your job when this person says this is to say no i'm a professional it would be unprofessional for me to do this because it's not just that we're liable for you know doing what he wants we're liable right. to do the right thing because we're the ones with a combined the people in the in that room we're the ones with a combined 100 years of experience in this fucking industry <clears throat> so when someone comes in and is wrong you can tell them they're fucking wrong and stop blowing smoke up their ass. So that's that's at least my piece on the like, hey, I'm moving the goalposts for this guy. Well, I don't want to work with you if that's your goal. And I don't believe that's your real goal. I think, you know, somebody's wife told them they need to get back in shape and that they're having weight problems and they go, oh, perfect. I still want to eat like shit, treat myself like shit and drink too much. Mm-hmm. And But I'm just going to spend money on this guy and hope that'll buy me some time. Well, I will not participate in delusion or failure. As a professional, that's not the fucking world I'm interested in living in, which is why I can call my shots. I can charge what I want to charge. And then Mm -hmm. when somebody wants to get shit done, that's how you become the guy that they call. If you want to distract somebody for two years while they don't fucking get any goddamn results, you be that guy. But I ain't that guy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's predatory. Absolutely. And that's why the fitness industry has the reputation that it has. Yeah. Go buy a workout from anybody. Mm -hmm. You'll show up. I don't need to take your money for you to just waste your time. Just waste your money. Waste less of it. I don't give. I don't care at all. Spend it on food, not me, because that's all you're going to do is fail. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. But those are the conversations you got to have. Like this is it was. It's it's. I've I've laid that out before to many people, but it's never really gotten to the where it's like that decisive. Where I'm like, fuck no, dude. Usually they're like, okay, you're right. Usually they just are maybe trying to save money, but they really want to lose weight. If someone comes in way overweight saying they don't want to lose weight no yeah i'm not really worried about weight loss right now well i am for you 
So for me, so retransition. Yeah. I would love to see a gym that just says we're we're the Ozymp we're the Ozempic of the gym industry here. Like we're the yeah. Ozempic of the community. We'll help get you lose the weight as fast as possible. Let's get without it done. Horrible, without horrible side effects. Yeah. He's like you're able to, like you would be able to play around like force someone to send you a cease and desist order. Do like force you like to where you'd be like, listen, uh, this is what we do. We do these things without all of your tendons and ligaments slothing off into the garbage. Like it's like whatever, all the horrible, no bleeding eyes, like whatever all those side effects are that just come as being like, like you said, it's like, well, you're going to get it, but it's like, holy shit. Without the 20 year surprise where now everyone has colon cancer or now Uh everyone has to have their uterus removed. Well, that's where I'm at with this stuff too. That's my biggest concern because of the digestive pacing. It's like, yikes. You know, but whatever. Anyways, I hope that covers some stuff, guys. I don't know. This is another like summary of kind of all of our shit, but make your shit about your clients' results. Hold to it. Like be fucking real about it. Don't yeah, don't don't snow them. Don't fucking don't beat around the bush. Like, god damn it, man. The gyms that can if you're a gym out there, and I've said this before, where's your call to like, I want fucking we want to lose a thousand pounds, we want to peel a thousand pounds of fat off of my town. Like do that, make that call, call that shot, recruit those people who want to participate to that level of weight. You want to do that with a scalable product then? You want to do that with your weight loss challenge that's local that you're bringing in instead of being some bait and switch shit? My weight loss challenge, this is a thousand pounds off of Aberdeen weight loss challenge. Let's get in. I need a hundred dudes to lose fucking 20 pounds. That would be 10 pounds. Oh, that's easy. I need 50 dudes to lose 20 pounds. Let's peel a thousand pounds off of some dads around here. And like, let's fucking... Let's make it a fucking hot boy summer. Like, let's go. Do you know another reason, Tyler, why nobody wants to have people do shit in person and why you want to have it be fucking hybrid or whatever? And now you're trained, you're in fucking New York and you're working with somebody in Iowa because you're not actually making a difference. Nope. And it's you, far away. From you. you don't look a man in the eye. It's a, it is a measurable difference. Imagine all those fucks that our personal training needs to be online, all this online shit. Imagine if they actually put their focus on the literal community that they lived in. Imagine everyone's focus now goes to that hyper-localized focus where you now have all these personal trainers that exist, apparently, mm-hmm. and they're all working to be able to make that area healthier. Just imagine the amount of independence and imagine all those things, the 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 lessening of garbage bullshit that gets bought. And now people don't have to buy as much medicine. And now all these things happen where you have these localized pockets that are being improved because you get everybody on the same page, helping people in person, brick and mortar where you are. That is so much more threatening. Yeah, It's so much scarier for the powers that be and all the shit that's out there for PepsiCo and Nabisco and all that shit that they're going to peddle to you and your kids and your communities. Imagine if you were able to combat that. They don't want that. They want nope. you focused on giving Facebook ads and making sure you can get digital products out there. Sounds like a revolution, y'all. Get in it. Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. Get in the move. We're on Team Fuck Pepsi over here. Get on it. <laughs> Follow the show, Gym Owners Podcast. All the details are going to be in the uh, uh, in the description here. Follow me at Tyler F. And Stone. John is J Banks FL. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.